Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's your boy, Todd. I'm Obert. And I'm Jenna. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Who's <Special> this? <laughs> I think uh, I think the Russians have finally invaded my internet. So <laughs> yeah, well, I, I didn't know we had somebody else on this podcast. I got to leave now, guys. See you later. <laughs> yeah, that's Bye. right. Three I, person I, taking over. <laughs> I distinctly said three friends drink alone together. Yeah. Todd plus one. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we have a plus one for this episode. Very exciting stuff. So, the lovely Jenna has joined us. Thank you for spending time talking to three idiots. Of course. Thanks for having me. Whoa, whoa, Absolutely. whoa, whoa, whoa. Two idiots and one really smart guy who's now bald. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, you had to throw that in there. I was like, I was going to turn it around on you. Yeah, you had, that's why I had to add it in there. You thought of everything. Each of the hosts can figure out who they think the smart person is. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Jenna, yes. Where where are you? What are you? Who are you? (laughs) Who are you? What is you? I'd like to think I'm a uh, a mermaid. You know, I have blue hair, but I live in Michigan. She does. That's true. I can vouch for that. Do you live in the lake? I grew up on a lake, actually. So that's that's about that's mermaidish. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. (laughs) Do you have a fin? Maybe. Can either you're getting, you're getting too personal. You're getting too personal. It's 2019. She can literally be whatever she wants. I guess so that's, she's, I she's a mermaid. As a mermaid. Okay. If you want to have a fin, okay. you can have a fin. Okay. Well, I live right outside of Detroit. I lived in Seattle for two years and I'm back in Michigan now. And I love cats. I love the office. There you go. Seems like a bad thing to like cats. <laughs> I mean, I love I I love dogs too, really all animals, but cats are, there's just something majestic and mysterious, yeah. you know. Is it the bit, is it the bitchiness of a cat? It could be. There's so they're they're assholes, but it's like God, I love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they really make you work it. for that love. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when my cat sits on my lap, I'm like, nobody move. The world must stop. It does. It does. Uh, uh, but I love the office. 90s music and oldies make me smile. Like Britney Spears? I, I mean, I liked her, yeah. But I mean like like Matchbox 20. Okay, I can get down with some yeah, Matchbox 20. Yeah, my jam. <laughs> my jam in The Temptations. Fun fact, I once got into an argument with a guy at UConn who told me that Matchbox 20 was better than Led Zeppelin. Uh, yes, this is a true story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I was there for the argument per se, but this story has been told many times. So, <laughs> I mean, I might have to agree. So, Jenna, how did you become a friend of the pod? Correct. Yeah, so that's 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 what the people want to know. Well, um, on my beerstagram journey, I believe I believe you guys followed me on Instagram, and I returned the follow, and then I. Uh, checked out the podcast and I was like, oh, these guys seem really fun. And I realized you didn't have a very big following at the time. So I reached out and was like, hey, you want some tips? And the friendship began. Yeah. And so 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 you have a beer Instagram? I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the Brew Locker. And and what is is your Instagram all about? Beer. There you go. Boom. (laughs) It's almost too easy. (laughs) One thing we all like on this Uh, yeah, so I remember because I'm I'm generally the one that mans the Instagram for us. But I remember when she reached out and we had like we had like a hundred followers or something like that, or maybe we just broke a hundred followers. I don't remember. And all of a sudden, I get this message, be like, "Hey, you know, do you want like tips and tricks or something like that?" I just I just started my account like two months ago, and I already have like fifteen hundred followers. Oh, so. <laughs> and I was like. 90% convinced she was a bot. But right. I was like, yeah. Eh. Being like, I was like, I was like, well, maybe she's not a bot. Who knows? Really? <laughs> you thought I was she's a not. bot? <laughs> <laughs> Click here for this one weird trick to up, up your followers. <laughs> yeah. Click just, dot. Just Venmo me $79.99. I yeah, specifically right. remember saying, I'm not trying to get any money. I'm just trying to help you. You did. You did. Yes. That's even and more that- a red flag. <laughs> I thought it would be better. Yeah. I don't want any I don't want any cash, but if you could forward me all your credit card information, that would be, right. that'd be great. And your social security number. <laughs> and the Obviously. social security number of your firstborn child. Right. Yeah, I'm right. gonna need that too. 
Uh, but since then, our Instagram has taken off, and I I often give Jenna props for that. So, thanks. You're welcome. So, Jenna, can you give our listeners a little bit of an overview of what to expect if they go look up your Instagram handle, which is at the Brew Locker, correct? Yeah, the Brew Locker. You'll find a lot of pictures of beer that I drink all around Michigan. Lots of travel pictures. I do a lot of international traveling and try to get as many beers from other countries as I can as well. You'll also see some pictures of me. Nice. Yeah. Where's What's the like craziest place you've had a beer so far on your Instagram? <sighs> craziest place? Probably the Guinness Storehouse, which is like the mecca of beers. You know, it's the king. So that was that was pretty intense. So you mean like you mean like Guinness Ireland Guinness? Yeah, like you yeah. Went to, very cool. Yeah, like the the Guinness. What if she the was like Guinness. no Guinness Michigan? <laughs> right, right, right. It's right outside yeah, he, of Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know Guinness. <laughs> right. That's as far Gu- as I Guinness, go. Guinness. He brews. He brews everything in his bathtub. It's really, really good stuff. Yeah. Speaking of brewing in a bathtub, I just started my uh, my home brewing experience last week. Not in a bathtub. But... I was about to say, that's not the way to sell yourself on homebrewing. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, a cool little craft beer kit for Christmas for my uncle, and it's going to make an American pale ale. So we'll see. Nice. Yeah, it's fermenting cool. right now. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. And that's your first endeavor, right? You, you said Yes, it's the never first before. one. So wish me luck. Good luck. Good luck. Back when Chris and I lived in the same state, we used to homebrew as well. I don't think neither one of us has picked it up since the other one has departed. Uh, no, I have not. So, Yeah, definitely a much more fun activity when you could do it with friends as opposed to homebrewing alone with friends, isn't it? Isn't it great? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually talking to Dana about that the other day because uh, I was like, man, I really miss brewing. And she was like, well, you can like get all the stuff and like brew here. And I was like... It's kind of a pain in the ass to do alone, <laughs> yeah. especially when you do like a five gallon batch. It's way easier to have two two sets of hands. I mean, it's fun. You know, maybe one day we will have to do a brew alone with friends episode where we're all just kind of brewing alone in our houses, talking to each other. That might be interesting. It would be interesting or like really boring for like 50 minutes and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be like, I, okay, it's time to whirlpool. I think for, for my contribution, I could just have like microwave popping in the background and <laughs> just be sitting here eating popcorn critiquing you guys brewing. I think that sounds yep, fun. Yep, yep, yep. Like Obert slowly gets more drunk throughout the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. We're, we're struggling and uh, Obert, Obert's getting drunk being like, hey, uh, you know, you don't want that to hit the bottom or else it's going to burn. So <laughs> you should you should not do that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I just got off a billion hour day of work i did so, not me either yeah i know yeah, yeah you're the only one who worked today but you know some of us got to work tomorrow so it all evens out i don't have to work till march <laughs> no one likes people like so, that Jim. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nobody wants to hear about how you don't have to work till march sorry guys yeah. i get winters off yeah i get winters off i get to go to ireland i get all this stuff blah blah blah, blah, blah. i help out these peasant podcast gain instagram followers so, but anyways, I could use a beer. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I'm getting pretty thirsty. Sure. I can always use a beer. So who wants to lead us off tonight? What are you drinking tonight? Can I start? I think Ober can start. I think it's okay. allowed. I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for this one. I um, didn't get a chance to drink it last week, but this is one I just brought back in my suitcase from my last visit to Connecticut. It's a beer called Roper Scotch Ale from Bad Sons Brewing. And I believe Bad Sons is out of Derby. Yes, it's in Derby. Actually, the name of the breweries, it's, um, what do you call that? Not an anagram, acronym. The first letter of each of the towns in the, in the uh, valley area spells out Bad Sons. I won't, I don't know, but like Ansonia, Derby. Oh, yeah. cool. I'm not sure what all the towns are, but I thought it was an interesting way to name their brewery. Todd, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> grumpy yeah you're doing good a little pouty okay. lip there yeah no I, I have like a cut on my lip so i was like trying oh, like to stretch okay. it uh, you're trying to trying to stretch it out you know that's how you like, heal wow, cuts Ted really doesn't have something thinks i'm saying something wrong here uh, you know what you know what hang on okay Ted's uh, okay gone. Ted's yeah. gone now yeah all right 
So yeah, this is interesting because it's a wax sealed bottle, which I thought was pretty interesting. Hey, you know, Tut, Tut, are you Tut, are you okay? You look pretty pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just constantly evaluating what Obert's saying. <laughs> Man, you guys Sorry, make it hard to give a, a beer intro. But this has a wax seal, but it's also over a bottle cap, which it's going to make it, I think, a little challenging to open. But <laughs> how else would you wax seal a bottle without a bottle cap? Well, like, like you know, cork? like a maker's mark. Yeah, like a cork. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So I had to I had to peel a bunch of the wax off just so I could try and get the, the bottle opener on here. But and they look really nice, but they're a pain. Yeah. Yeah. So Bad Sons is a brewery that I have not been to. I've heard really good things about the brewery, and it's on my short list of places to visit. But it is one of the places, it is one of the few places that I have not been to. That entire area of the state, besides Counterweight and um, Nebco, are breweries that I really haven't visited. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a drive. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it really is. Like I don't know who lives there, but they all should move to the eastern side of the state. You do know that friend of the pod nick is literally like two minutes from that brewery <laughs> yeah, well, we were... bad friend so this is a bourbon barrel aged roper scotch ale aged one year with cherries and white chocolate Ooh. yeah so just aroma wise i definitely get that bourbon smell a little bit of that cherry dark wine but let's see how it tastes it sounds delicious i mean i have had a few scotch ales now and and now that I know that they're not made with scotch or up to taste like scotch, uh, I know the last one I had was pretty good. So this sounds like it's going to be a pretty tasty beer. It is. It's good. It's um, got a sweet, almost honey flavor to it. Uh, I think that's the white chocolate and cherry kind of coming through. And I'll sh- show the co-host here. It's a nice, nice dark amber color. Uh, it's got that that classic bourbon bourbon barrel flavor to it. It's... Um, a really good balance of sweet and boozy. I think as it warms up, the white chocolate's going to shine through a little bit more. But I definitely am enjoying this this beer so far. Do you think it would be better made with dark chocolate? Ooh. Yeah, I'm not a huge white chocolate person. I think Neither in general, dark chocolate's better, especially in a beer. You know, maybe more of a cocoa flavor. Right, especially a dark beer like that. Right. White chocolate just kind of seems like a waste of chocolate to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it has the least amount of cocoa of any chocolate, white chocolate. So it's barely chocolate to begin with. It's just sugar, sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's something that as a kid I liked, but now that I have more of a palate for bitter and less sweet, definitely moving more to that dark chocolate. But overall, I'm going to say this is a damn good beer. I think this earns a solid four and a quarter. Uh, and I, I might update that as the episode goes on and, and it warms up and I get through a little bit more, but very good. Very good bourbon barrel scotch ale that's a really good rating yeah this is a good rating yeah. i was gonna say i think obert's been either drank the worst beer or been the most stingy on rating on the podcast so i i think i am definitely the most stingy it takes a lot to earn a four, over a four from me and uh this this check those boxes now oh. in in obert's defense he also seems to live in the state with the least good breweries i am gonna object to that because you know we have a lot of beer that you get commercially isn't going to blow your mind. I'll agree with that. But we do have the number two breweries per, per capita of any state after Vermont. So we have a lot of breweries per people. Um, and I think... Well, there's four people in the state and there's <laughs> right. one brewery. So. Yeah. So we've got a good ratio there. Every person owns two and a quarter breweries. Yeah. So hang on. So this is actually an interesting question. Out of the three co-hosts... Which one do you think lives in the state with the worst brewery, with the worst like quality of breweries? If you think that Montana is not, are you asking me? I'm asking all all three of us. I'm going to add Jenna into this. All three of us here, and including plus Jenna, you know, which one do you think has the worst quality of breweries? That's an interesting question. Well, I have my answer. Go for it. She looked right at Obert. (laughs) (laughs) My screen. Her eyes went right to Obert. In Connecticut, you've got the Treehouse and the Fox Farm. Definitely, Treehouse. Treehouse is Massachusetts, but, believe it or not. I mean, it's barely over the line. Well, but you yeah. have you have New Fox England. Farm, you have ca- you have Counterweight, you have Nebco, you have all those big time breweries. And Nashville is just Nashville. I mean, well, Southern Grist and Bearded Iris. I mean, take that; they're fantastic. Yeah, and you also got Tailgate, which is good. You got New Heights, which is good. There's a there's a 
good amount of breweries in in my area. So, and, and but what you know, if you got over it? All right, so my my rebuttal to that, oh, uh oh, <laughs> is I don't know if this makes sense, but I think we have better breweries than we have beer. Like I think the breweries here are really cool places to go and hang out. It's like the atmosphere is really nice. Very cool atmosphere, very cool scene. That's because there's live moose in the brewery. Right. Every <laughs> moose, every brewery has got a moose in the back. <laughs> At least one. At least one moose, sometimes more. But uh, no, I think like that Ivan the Terrible beer I had on a couple weeks ago was really good. Bonsai, it was a good enough brewery to convince me to move to Montana. So that's saying something. So you're saying you moved to Montana for a, for a brewery? I'll say it pushed me over the line. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was what did it for me. The Their burger and the beer. I was like, you know what? I could move here. But I do think, you know, to answer your question, Todd, I think that of the four states that we're in, I think they're all definitely in the top 20 for breweries. I think that if you went to, you know, some other places in the deep south, you wouldn't get great beer there. It's- well, like Alab- like I can't imagine Alabama having very good breweries. Trim Tab right. Brewing is amazing out of Alabama, but that's just that's one that I know of. Right. By the way, I'm I am giving you the exact same look that my pro- that my profile pictures has right now, just as you're talking. So <laughs> hey, Trim tr- Trim Tab's been on the podcast, man. They made it. They made it. They did They're make famous. It. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's tough because I've never. I don't know if I've ever been to. Oh, I've definitely been to a brewery where I'm like, ah. Uh, not my favorite, but I'm never like not excited to go to a brewery. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, a new a new brewery, yay! And then <laughs> it might not be great, but I still have fun because it's a brewery and I'm drinking new beer. So it's like a ten year old leaving a candy store and being like, I've had better candy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was an okay candy store. No one ever says that. Yeah, I, I'm struggling to remember the last time I walked into a brewery, had their beer, and said, "I'm never coming here again." I don't. I can't think of one, but. I can't think of one. I know I went to one not too long ago, and I was kind of unimpressed with the beer. But, I mean, they make one that's, like, really phenomenal, and then the other ones that I had were, like, me. So that one outweighed the rest of the bad. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like going to Star Spangled Banner in, or Star Spangled Brewery in, you know, Clarksville. The beer wasn't the best, but the atmosphere was fantastic. And that right. alone will bring you back. Right. Yeah, the atmosphere there is awesome. And the it, the beer's good. Yeah. Uh, the Winchester is delicious. Is that the traditional barrel aged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was fantastic. Yep. So, I mean, it's it, it all depends. And, you know, Montana, I'm sure, is known for non-IPAs. Or if they are IPAs, they're not the IPAs that we grew up drinking. Right. Well, yeah. grew, I say grew up as if Yeah, we grew 100. up two years ago <laughs> drinking. <laughs> yeah. But, so I'm sure, you know, because I, I know, Obert, you've had a lot of Scotch ales. You've had a lot of these, like, more heartier earthier exactly darker beers yeah exactly i think they all have merit i do think montana's the worst but i think they all have merit (laughs) yeah i mean i I, of the the co-hosts on the podcast you're right i i can't i can't really make a great case for montana but you know like i said the breweries are cool places to go well i do i do look forward to coming out to montana and trying the beer in montana so i can come back and give an actual opinion that way, there's more than one person on the pod who's trying to defend the state of Montana. Right. Yeah. The best beers here are all draft. You know, they're small batches right. that they don't can. So it's tough to really, I can't send all the great beers to you guys. So, but we've yeah. gotten off the rails here. We need to get yes. back on this. Yeah. Way off the rails. <laughs> we are out of the park. Who wants to go next after my bourbon barrel roper scotch ale? Uh, I'll go. I am drinking. Yeah. I'm drinking something that I got in return for a beer trade. Um, it's called No Stress Double IPA from Highland Park Brewing. They're based out of Los Angeles. I got this from Instagram follower, friend of the show, at Russell H. Beer. Helped him. If you have a chance, check him out. He drank a, he drank a beer from all 50 states last year, which is just insane. So Jealous. Yeah, I, myself and Todd actually both helped him achieve that goal. So, you know, shout out to Russell. And he sent me this because he knows that I like IPAs. So hazy double IPA, 8% alcohol by volume. Nice, pretty, hazy color there. Looks like Ooh. a like an orange juice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep, yep. So. Looks almost see, like milky white. 
That's what I was thinking. Maybe there's milk in it. That'd be delicious, right? So <laughs> let's see. Let's see how LA does a does a hazy double IPA. I'm I'm gonna guess that they're that they're gonna do it pretty well. I mean, California has long been known as a beer place, so I can't imagine LA being any different. Yep, yep, they did. Uh, they did a good job. So it's 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 a lot more bitter than you would get from maybe like a New England style IPA. Like you know, New England, you get the you do get a lot of bitterness, but you also get like the the grapefruit or the orange or whatever it may be. This one's a lot of hot bitters. Uh, really good though. Nice and refreshing. I love the color. Nice and hazy. I mean, it smells like anything you could get up in Connecticut. Let Let me ask you this. Remember a couple episodes we were talking about double burst from Fox Farm, and I yes. had mentioned that it was more. It it was a New England style beer, but it wasn't really quite New England style because it was more bitter than it was sweet. Yes, yes. Yep. Is is that kind of what the beer is that kind of what you're trying to get across? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a really good way of putting it. It is Okay, I got it here. I found it online. It's it's got Citra, Vic Secret and Matuka hops and it yeah, it's it's definitely more bitter than it is sweet, which I enjoy. I enjoy that kind of stuff and I know most of the podcast does as well. I don't. Yes, I I, I realize we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but really good, awesome can art too. Just no stress, no worries. Good beer. I like. What's it. on the can? Describe it for our listeners. So it's a a blue can uh, with a sunset going down. It says no stress, hazy double IPA, and it's got a stork. Is that a stork? Is that a stork? Crane. <laughs> I think that's, it's a cr- a st- that's called a crane. Herring? Okay. Yeah, I think it's 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 a stork. So just pre- <laughs> it's it's not a stork though. That's not what but, carries a baby. <laughs> it's a it's, yep. That's that's still how babies work. Yes, <laughs> but really cool can art. Really enjoy this beer. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four out of five. I don't have a, I don't have a lot of IPAs from California, but this is a this is a pretty good one. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. It sounds good. All right, so that's my beer. Who's uh, who's drinking next? So, so I will go next, and um, save, save the guest for last. Correct. Say. Yeah, <laughs> or the best for last. <laughs> well, we it's, it's your first rodeo, okay, Jenna? <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll see. We've been doing this for all of almost twenty episodes, okay? Yeah, yeah. we we got to show you <laughs> yeah, how to. Yeah. We got to show you the ropes here. <laughs> so, I am drinking. Todd. It's a powerful can opener there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so I am drinking Glitter Rainbow by Kent Falls Brewing Company out of Kent Falls, Connecticut. Nice. Kent Falls, good brewery. It's a very good brewery. Um, It's a farmhouse brewery in the basically the middle of nowhere. The beer is a blend of Southern Hemisphere and classic American hops, and it offers an expressive fruit character with a plush body. And then the can also says glitter on. So I like the use of plush. That's nice. It's a very unique word to describe a beer, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I've never heard that before. I might have to use that. So the (laughs) beer... That's a great word. So the beer is very smooth. A lot of citrus as per usual for American IPA... Or for New England IPAs. I would say it's a lot more grapefruit than orange. It definitely has a little bit of orange. And there's something else that I can't quite put my finger on. From a fruit name, I don't want. It's not a star fruit. Maybe stone fruit might be the flavor I'm I'm getting through here. I feel like you get a lot of star fruit in your beers, and <laughs> I don't understand you. that because <laughs> that's a very very mild flavor. I, I said this one. I said stone fruit. I said stone. I fruit. know. Yeah. Every you, you, time I hear that, I'm like, how do you taste star fruit in here? <laughs> so what I did way back in the day is I went to the grocery store and I bought basically one of all of like the the quote unquote tropical fruits. Can and I get I, one of every fruit, please? And, <laughs> one, and then I went home and I ate like? them. All of them. And that's how I learned the different flavors. I love I the love dedication that you went into to learning beer fl- profile flavors. You went and ate a bunch of fruit. <laughs> that's that's how you do it, right? Yeah. Beer inspiring you to eat more fruits and vegetables. I love it. <laughs> There's not a lot of like earthy tones to this beer, it, despite most of Kent Falls beers usually do have a little bit of earthiness to them. This one is extremely smooth and extremely sweet. It's a little dull. It, I mean, it's not overly bright. The can is a little bit aged, though. It's it's from October. This beer, I, I really, it's one of my favorite beers from Kent Falls. 
and I was happy to find it. And then I was happy to find it in my fridge to review on this podcast. Uh, this is part of <laughs> this is part of my New Year's resolution that Obert has forced me down the path of of drinking beers that I own. So proud of you. Like I said, uh, this one was canned in October. It was canned on October 23rd. Okay, so it's getting a little old. It is, but I w- I'd say it still holds up. I'd probably give this a 3.75. When I had it fresh, I checked my untapped. I gave it a 4.25. So it's lost about a half a point, but I'd give this one a 3.75 overall. Huh, not too bad. No. Especially for being, what, four months old, five months old? Yeah, well, I mean, it's been in a can. It's been refrigerated. It hasn't gone through any trauma. The car crash or anything? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Witnesses' parents die. It's now an orphan beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would like to give a little bit of like, as as I'm going through this process of drinking the beer in my fridge and not buying new beer, I want to, I do want to share a, a, a quick tip on how to like bring some beer back to life. And I think we've already shared it, but lay the beer on its side and roll it gently back and forth, forward and backward, and it tends to mix up the the sediment and the hop flavor in the beer and gives it a little bit more of a flavor to it. So just in case anybody has any old beer sitting in their house, that's that's the secret here. Yeah, that's a good good pro tip. It might not make it revive it fully, but it does help add a little bit more of that flavor back into it. So. Correct. And so with that, I think it's time for our esteemed guest to Ooh. take a crack at doing this. Man, fourth All right. beer. Well, I am drinking Pure Speculation by Jolly Pumpkin. Nice. Their can art is really cool, too. Very simple, yet not at the same time. A nice light blue. And this is from your home state of Michigan? Yeah. So Jolly Pumpkin is actually from, they started in Dexter, Michigan, which is a smaller town, I believe. They've got eight different locations now. And Do people get murdered in Dexter, Michigan? I don't think so. I think it's just a cute little town. I'm just reminded of the show Dexter, where he was a serial killer. Oh, no, I don't think it's like that. Although I've never been there, so maybe. (laughs) But they've got uh, eight different locations. They're actually opening up a new one in Dearborn, which is like, I don't know, 10 minutes away from where I am. So I'm pretty excited about that. This beer is their first non-sour beer. It was released uh, September 29th of this year. It's 8.2% and it has 65 IBUs. I've got Mosaic, Galaxy, Amarillo, Michigan Cascade, and Michigan Chinook. Chinook? Chinook? Yeah, that's... Chinook. I'm not, that I'm sounds not, I'm not a hop kind of really tasty. Sounds like a beer I would love. I bet you would. <laughs> so, this has fresh hop intensity, citrus dominated by grapefruit, followed by soft notes of melon, papaya, peach, and apricot. How many starfruits so. are in there? <laughs> no starfruit. No starfruit. From now okay. on, I'm never going to mention Starfruit star again. Wow. Yeah. The look on Jenna's wow. face here. Not a fan. You can That's tell. That's potent. Yeah. Ooh. So it's very bitter up front, but it does fade pretty quickly. Definitely get the bitterness from the grapefruit as well. Not a, a huge natural grapefruit fan, but I like like grapefruit flavor, but I definitely get bitterness from it. I like grapefruit, but it's like way too... I don't know if it's enough. It's like too much work. For to eat a grapefruit. Yeah. That's my official stance. Have you tried eating a pomegranate? That's, yeah. Oh, point. that's a pain in the ass. Fruit right there. No, I haven't. It's so worth it, though, but it's such no, a pain. No, it's not. No, it's not. They need the Clementine I... version of grapefruits. Yeah, <laughs> like, just little Whatever they did to, to, to oranges, yeah, to turn into I was about to say, yeah. I complain to Dana all the time about Clementines because they're just, they're too much work for such a small little orange. They're not, though. Those are the only orange or in the or- citrus orange family that you can just peel in one, like, whoop, and it's done. Yeah, and you have to worry about the seeds. What kind or of Clementines are you peeling where yeah. it just comes off in one oh. in uh, one peel? Ha, you. They're so, <laughs> they're so easy. It's just, I'm on Jenna's side here. Yeah. They are very easy. I don't know what kind of Clementines you guys are eating that are hard. What are they called? Halos? Is those, is that the Clementine brand? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think so. Cuties? Yeah, cuties and yeah. halos, they're all easy because they're clementines. No, they're the pains in the asses. Todd, are you peeling them with a fork or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm peeling them with my hand. Maybe I just have a bear paw. Could be. I have dainty fingers, so. 
And you have razor blade nails, apparently. So yeah. Okay, we've gotten way off from your from your beer. Sorry, oh, yeah. we totally totally uh, distracted you with our fruit fruit sidebar. <laughs> so grapefruit dominates uh, this flavor, I believe. I don't get too much melon. I think it's probably too subtle for me to notice right now. Maybe as I keep drinking it, I'll get it a little bit more because it's a milder flavor. You know, you should go to the store and buy one of all the tropical fruits, <laughs> I, and then I you might I be able should. to pick out the melon thing. <laughs> I haven't had a melon in a while, so maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe a little apricot too. <laughs> you look like apricot. you are hating this beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, Every time. So wait, so quick before we get into before we get into the next topic about, you know, this beer with you. Can you explain Jolly Jolly Pumpkin, they don't they don't typically brew IPAs? Right. They only brew sour beers, which I think is really cool. I know they Oh gosh. I don't remember. I should have looked it up beforehand. I don't remember the brewery that they... Oh, North Peak Brewing, maybe? They're out of Michigan as well. They have, like, in their breweries, they have them both on tap. So you're not just drinking sours. You can have North Peak Brewing as well. And they have IPAs, which is pretty neat. So you can get both in a Jolly Pumpkin brewery. But yeah, they only brew sour, which I think is pretty neat. I love a good sour beer. And this was their first one introduced this year. They've got another one that's out or that came out already and has been passed now. I've been told that I'm kind of a a ruthless raider by Good. by um, one of I, the hosts of the show. Yep. I think two of the hosts of the show are too easy raiders, so Yeah, I think you're throwing fours and four and a halfs all over the place. Mm-mm. We drink good beer. It takes a lot for me Maybe. to rate it a four or above. Maybe Michigan has bad beer. She she only rates everything. She rates everything a two. That is not true. I can speak from experience. Michigan does not have bad beer. I drank a Michigan beer last last week, and it was really good beer. See, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Anyways, Grand Rapids is the beer city of the U.S. So we crank out. We crank out some good beer. I disagree with that self that self appointed name, but they do have good beer. It wasn't self appointed. It was from a poll. I think it's got to be Milwaukee. I mean, to have a sports team named the Brewers, you Ooh, know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Oregon's got you... it going on too. Portland. Yeah. Where else are you going to get Milwaukee's best from besides Milwaukee? Right. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> wants Milwaukee's best. It's the best. <laughs> All right. Let me see. Let me rate this. So as I'm drinking it, it is getting a little bit easier to drink. Oh, do you guys want to see it? Oh, wait. Let me turn it around this way. Oh, look at that. Look at that cool decal. Oh, nice. Looks yeah, good. she's got personalized glasses now, so very cool. Just one. That's okay. One of us has Pokemon in our glasses. I know. I would really like one of those glasses. Thank you, poor character. I reached out, and I was denied. You were. I was denied. That's all right. Well, I think I'm going to give this... I'll give it a three. Okay. A three? Yeah. It's kind of dry on the end, too. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? indifferent <laughs> it's just a, a, a char- Not, part of the yeah, character yeah, yeah it's just yeah. an observation it's a little bit dry it's just yeah. a thing <laughs> so is it safe to say that because uh for those of you who don't follow at the brew locker number one you're insane because you should and number two True. uh is it safe to assume that a brew locker rating would be a six out of ten because you yeah. got a ten yeah that would okay. be yep See, I pay attention. I'm Hashtag sure. untapped. Yep. Let's get on this. Untapped. Hashtag untapped. Let's get on scale, this. Because five is just not fair. Yeah. I think that's just too difficult. You have to go on a ten point scale. Now, do you do decimal points on yours as well? So yeah. Like six point one. Well, I I do like quarters, so I'll do like six point two five or six point five. Okay. Or even I don't I don't mess around with the point one or two or anything like that. I'm going to give this a two and five sevenths. This is my rating for this beer. <laughs> Start doing fractions. And that's that's out of eight. <laughs> out of out of eight and a third. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have some more information about Jolly Pumpkin. If you guys want to know a little bit more about it, yeah, Todd. I know you actually went there, right? That's what oh, you, you went told there, me. Todd? Todd did. I thought you told me you went to Jolly Pumpkin in Grand Rapids. It was one of the breweries that we missed. Oh. We went to Hopcat. Well, Hopcat's not a brewery, but they are pretty awesome. We went to Founders. We went to Mittens, but not Jolly Pumpkin. 
Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry about that, but it's 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 pretty cool. Um, I've been to two of them. I've been to the one in Grand Rapids and one in Ann Arbor. The one in Ann Arbor is smaller looking on the surface, but then it's like three stories tall, and there's like a little roof or a little patio out on the roof in the back. It's pretty cool. Out in the summer, it's pretty nice. Very hipster in that location because you're in Ann Arbor. Is Hopcat not a brewery? I don't believe so. They just have like over 100 on tap. But I it's thought from, they had their own beer, though. They might, but I've never had it. Maybe it's something that somebody brewed for them with their name on yeah. it. Yeah, uh, that's possible. I mean, have you tried their crack fries? Oh, they were amazing. Crack fries anymore? Sorry, gotta be. They PC. Had to change the name. Yeah, you can't call. They them changed crack- their names. Yeah, you can't call them crack fries anymore. That was the name of the fry in September. Well, not anymore because it's offensive to to people on crack. Apparently, now they call it crack cocaine fries. <laughs> they will always wow. be crack fries but jolly pumpkin started in 2004 so it's a fairly newer brewery and they brew using traditional belgian brewing the open fermentation and oak aging and bottle conditioning i don't know if you guys know anything about like belgian brewing but i know chris doesn't like belgians <laughs> so i do not well that would explain why they make most all sours if that if that's the process they're using. Also true, yeah. I mean, I love a good sour. Oh, yeah. Oh, and fun fact, their beer is all vegetarian friendly. And some of them are even vegan friendly, which is pretty cool. That is neat. Can I ask how a normal beer is not vegetarian? I don't know. It was on the website. I thought it was a good little bit of info, so I wrote it down. Yeah, no, I've heard about this before. I have too. I'm just, I, I was just hoping that you knew the answer to it because I'm really curious. That's something we'll have to follow up with, I think, on a future episode because there's a, <laughs> it, there's a, I think there's an animal product that a lot of commercial breweries use as a filter for their filtration product. It's like a natural animal. Ground, ground beef. What about no. lactose? <laughs> run, run the beer through ground beef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if they put lactose in it? Is that an animal byproduct? Yeah, but not every beer does that. Yeah, and that would also, that would tick more the vegan thing, because vegan, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm bad at not eating meat, but... (laughs) Understatement of the year. (laughs) (laughs) But vegan is, uh, you don't eat the byproduct, but vegetarian is you don't eat the animal, correct? Correct, yeah. I have that right? Okay. Yeah, like vegetarians eat eggs and drink milk and stuff like that, but vegans don't do any of that or cheese or anything i actually don't eat beef or pork i only eat chicken or fish i think it's called a pescatarian which is like a mainly fish diet but i eat mainly chicken yeah that's Um, that's that's a problem (laughs) so so you don't you're saying you don't like bacon i eat turkey bacon and with that folks have a good night (laughs) Uh, see you tomorrow i make turkey burgers too they're delicious and remember (laughs) (laughs) Eat bacon. (laughs) Remember, if you're not eating bacon, we end the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we've always said. That's all for me, folks. The podcast is over. It's done. (laughs) Oh, man. I do have a question for for you. Yeah. It seems like you don't like this beer, and I want to know why. Is it by my face? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well... I'm not a huge fan of IPAs, as I've said over and over on my uh, my brew locker. I've I've stated it countless times on my Instagram. Um, although I continue to try them, I'm not opposed to buying them and trying them because I just love beer. I'd rather try it and hate it than not try it at all. Yep, I That's can a good see mindset that. to have. You don't like IPAs and you don't like bacon. Ooh. I know I'm, T- I'm losing t- here. <laughs> this is going sideways in a hurry. All right, so hey, uh, Jenna, do, do you do you know anybody named Blevin? Just <laughs> curious. Blevin? Maybe a, maybe a Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like Good. football. There you go. Uh, go Colts. Uh, oh wait, damn. Yeah, she's Lions, probably a Lions fan, sorry. if I had to guess. Yeah. 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 Okay, but I mean, anyways, at back least to her, the, at least her team's never a threat. <laughs> True. The curse of being a Lion fan. So what about IPAs doesn't what about IPAs doesn't sit well with Jenna? Well, I feel like I'm getting punished every time I take a drink. As you can probably tell by my facial expression, 
every time I take a drink. I I don't really enjoy the overpowering bitterness of it, and I believe that makes it a little bit dry on your mouth as well, which is sometimes unpleasant. I mean, this one okay. this one's fine because it fades really quickly, and the bitterness and that upfront hop fade quickly as well. But it's it's so intense that I feel like at times it can overpower other flavors, and you don't really get to enjoy everything that's in it like the peach and the apricot and the melon that are supposedly in this beer but i can't taste it because all i taste is hop hmm it's an interesting take yeah i just made that up (laughs) (laughs) it sounded good so if you don't prefer ipas what is your go-to style of of beer well i have a few i love fruit beers and cream ales i love cream ales and probably a sour I just, I really like fruit and what they can do with fruit in beer. I think it's really interesting how they can convey those flavors in a beverage. Yeah. It's especially without even using the fruit. Which yeah. Is crazy sometimes. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty crazy. And how you can get something so tart, like a lemon, but it doesn't taste like lemon, it tastes like some other kind of fruit. It's just, it blows my mind. Stone fruit? Yeah. Star fruit. Star fruit. Star fruit. You know, I I have heard that argument before about anti IPAs. The fact that, and I I can I can I can see the merit in the argument saying that you know you could over hop to cover up bad brewing or mediocre brewing. So like you're just like, uh, you know, I'm a mediocre brewer, so I'm just gonna dry hop the shit out of this, and it's gonna taste like hop. And everybody likes hops. You get that hashtag hop hype. You we, know, we did that when we were home brewing. Hey, and we were mediocre brewers. Don't, don't give away the secrets to your success. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I'm anti-hop, you know, or anti-IPA, but like I said, I'll drink them. I'll buy them. I've, I've purchased plenty of IPAs in my time, and I'm trying to expand my, my palate into liking them because they're taking over. Sours and IPAs seem to be taking over the market recently because everybody loves an IPA. Yeah, I was going to say, sours are the new IPA. Yes, yeah. very much so. Yeah, like five, four or five years ago, IPAs were like, whoa, and now it's totally sours. You're like, whoa. You know, you're, so, you're, like, you're like a hipster if you like the sours. Somebody you know? told me that about three years ago, and I didn't believe them. And now that I look around the beer landscape, and I'm like, Oh no, they were right. Sours are definitely the the new thing. Oh yeah, sours are awesome. Yep. Eventually, lagers are going to come back around. I don't know. I think one thing it's just over the last few years, just the more extreme beers have become. You know, everything is more bitter, more alcohol, barrel aged. You know, there's a lot of flavor being packed into beers nowadays, which I'm not complaining about. Right. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's what makes idiots like myself and Tud and Jenna and Obert drink. Hundreds and hundreds of beers a year. Exactly. Yeah. Can't get enough. Right. There's just too many. Is that a letter flying in from the outside? That's it. Here it comes. (laughs) It came via owl. I was just going to say that. What was Harry's owl? Hedwig. 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 Hedwig brought it in. I really should probably watch these movies and or read these books. (laughs) They're on Audible. They're really good. But anyways. You act like I'm an Audible subscriber. (laughs) anyways we have one quick news announcement or well not news mailbag one quick mailbag and uh tud yes you done you done screwed me you done screwed me how how so for the record if we go back and look at the tape i totally i totally called it too i just i had too much faith in tud which clearly was a mistake (laughs) (laughs) so friend of the pod drew wrote in Six billion dollars in twenty-four hours. I think that was the number that you you gave us, Todd. It was it was it was two hours. Two Six hours. Six billion dollars in two hours. <laughs> just an FYI, this was this was a this. I so go back and listen to the last episode. Yes. Yeah, so go back to listen to the last episode, and and you will hear that part of the the what is the news segment. There was a headline that stated that Canada raised six billion dollars in two hours to to erect uh, privacy hedges along the U.S. Canada. Canadian border, which Todd called real news. It, <laughs> yes, it, I did call it real news. Um, it turned out that w- upon researching from one of our listeners, new enemy of the pod, Drew. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
You're 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 closer you're to being enemy of the pod. <laughs> it turned out that that was that was fake. Um, it was a parody news headline. But in my defense, it was pa- it was passed along to me from somebody who was telling me that it was real news and wanted to use it in the in the what is the news segment. So, so you're basically like the person who just is like, well, Facebook said it was news, therefore I think it's a real thing. Well, no, it's not Facebook that sent it to me. It was one of our other friends of the pod who sent it to me. Imagine they had done that, but over Facebook. And, and I will not. <laughs> and I will not call him. I will not call him out by name. I will sit here and I will take this blame myself and say that I apologize for not doing the research. So Drew does say that he uh, he it calls into question the legitimacy of the entire. What is the news segment? He I demands agree a f- with that. Yeah, me too. Especially me. I totally do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he demands a full investigation. Wins may need to be vacated. So I think I think it's only fair to take away four of Obert's wins and <laughs> leave mine exactly the same. Yeah, I so. think that, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so I will take that under advisement. And the next time we play What is the News, we will have an updated score for both you and obert okay all right that's and you as well because clearly you've lost some points in this one (laughs) yeah (laughs) apparently as as the as the host of what is the news apparently i have also lost points you you have a losing a losing record now next next time i have to wear a dunce cap as i do this in the determining what's the real news and what's the fake news you clearly are not doing much better than me or chris (laughs) (laughs) now jenna as a as an avid listener and and um, you know, big fan of what is the news? Uh, what what? How 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 outraged are you at Tud right now? I mean, I've got to say, I'm pretty outraged. You sound it. I'm I'm offended <laughs> that you would bring me fake news. Yeah, it's almost as if he doesn't treat he doesn't like even consider our listeners people. It's just weird. I mean, I'm I don't a know people. why he does that. He is, she is a people. <laughs> are you, are you? You could just be a person on the computer. You I could did be a think bot. she was a robot. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I could be. Oh, man. Yeah, we we don't know if you're real people. I'm real people. Don't worry. Trust trust me. Trust, I know. trust the robot. <laughs> that's that's something a robot would say. Trust the bot. I'm real. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I I want to issue an apology to our listeners and say that I will do better next time. Next time what is the news comes back, it'll be all my own research and all my own questions and all my own ideas. You heard it here first. What What is the news returns in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> Unless I decide to change it and then we'll go from there. No, I heard that Jenna brought us a, a replacement news story for your bogus one. Right. Yeah. Yes, she did. Since well, that's you good. Can't, you can't do it justice. I brought one for you. So last Monday, Pizza Hut announced that they're going to start to deliver beer as well as pizza. This could be a game changer, folks. I know, yes. right? Good beer or fizzy piss water? I don't know. Water? The article didn't out. really have a whole lot. It was from a credible source, like Fox News or something like that. So, <laughs> fact checking over here. And they believe that being the official sponsor of the NFL, delivering beer will allow them to kind of take over more markets. Hmm. I, yeah. I mean, it would definitely make me want to order Pizza Hut, which is not something I've ever said before, I think. Right. So. <laughs> I think like Domino's or for here, it's Hungry Howie's. It's a Michigan. Hungry Howie's? Yeah, it's so good. But Domino's, <laughs> you know, if they did beer delivery, oh, geez. It'd be all over. Game over. Domino's Pizza is definitely the better of the, the two fast food pizzas that we're talking about. And it's definitely better than Papa John's. So it, it actually might be the best fast food pizza. I mean, you guys haven't had Hungry Howie's, so... Have you had Papa Gino's? Papa Gino's is garbage. Papa Gino's is the I've best, but I think John's. it's Northeast only. Papa Gino's is the best, but Domino's is, is the best national the best. chain. I agree. I, I don't know what kind of beer they'll be serving, but I assume it will probably be Bud Light or something, since yeah. aren't they like the national sponsor of the NFL for beer? No, it's Coors Light. Right. Oh. Is it Coors Light or is it Bud Light that's... that's... I feel like it's well, Bud Light. One of them has all of the team's labels on their cans, so wh- I think it might be Bud Light. <laughs> but, yeah. one of them has, but one of them has team cooler bags and they sell their beer. That's true. Uh, I'd rather Coors Light than Bud Light if it were my choice. You are so wrong. 
It's not. You don't like bacon. You don't like Bud Light. I mean, I'll drink Bud Light, but I prefer Coors Light. That's all my dad drinks, so I kind of grew up on Coors Light. It was in her her (laughs) bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From a young age. <laughs> I was raised on Coors Light, you know. Yeah. Instead of milk, I had Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think it's that time of the episode, folks. Uh, and this week we, we were fortunate enough to fuse on a fourth handle on our Frosty Mug of Wisdom. Yeah, I got a glass blower. They were able to make one for us. So yeah. yeah. We put took it right the on old there. blowtorch yep. attached, attached to fourth handle. <laughs> So I feel like we should let our guests go first. I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, go for it. So my uh, my handle this week is going to be the Etsy shop Kingsley Acrylic. I hear they sell some pretty cool art. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> <laughs> what What kind of stuff do they have over there? So it's a fine art print shop. So, okay, spoiler alert, it's my shop. <laughs> we're so, saving that big reveal for the end, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So what none, I do is none I'll, of the three members of this podcast support this this shop in any given way. <laughs> it was all brought on. <laughs> it was all brought by our our, our guest. Uh, we we do not have any affiliates and or profit sharing into this arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So what I do, I paint on canvas, and then I take a picture of it, and then the picture I will print out as like a fine art print, and I sell that instead of the original canvas. It's cheaper for the consumer to buy, and I can sell multiple of them, because once I sell the canvas, it's gone. Right. So it's- That's interesting. And what's the name of your shop again? Kingsley Acrylic. I'm going to look it up right now. Kingsley- K-I-N-G-S-L-E-Y- Acrylic, all one word, capital K, capital A. All right. So, what do you do with the original canvas? They're all after in you're my done? house. Okay. <laughs> I do have my art displayed all over in my house. Um, some of them are in a drawer if I don't have space on the wall. But I just did a new beer art. It's a hop, which is pretty cool. It says hops. It's kind of like an homage to that Obama Hope poster. It's similar okay. to that. And I have like a his and hers set. It's like a his beer bottle and a hers wine glass. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love doing custom work. I do, I think I've done like four different sports team logos so far, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I saw, I saw the, what was it? Was it the Seattle Mariners you did or something like that? Yeah. That was, it was like pretty badass. Yeah, I've done the Mariners, the Orlando, what is it, Marlins, the the baseball team? The Miami Marlins? Yeah, yeah. Miami Marlins, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Detroit Lions. All cool. really cool. So one good team. <laughs> All good teams. Yeah, looks like you got some really good stuff. Thanks. Yeah, no, I definitely want to check this out some more. So now do you hand draw that? Yes. And so I, I, I stencil everything first because I'm too anal to just paint it. And I'll stencil everything with pencil, and then I paint accordingly. Okay, cool. Yeah, so if anybody wants to check out that shop, that would be awesome. And if anybody wants any custom stuff, just shoot me a message either on my Etsy page or on my Instagram page. That'll work, too. What's your Instagram page again? Oh, The Brew Locker. Thanks for Ah, asking. Of course. (laughs) Nice. Well, thanks for sharing. That's something I'll definitely have to check out some more. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. It's it's about time one of us uh, gets, we get a little bit of culture in our lives. Yeah. Yes. Rather than just drinking beer and BSing forever. <laughs> um, all right. So who wants to go next? Who's Jenna, you got to hand it off to somebody here. Oh. Yeah. You don't have to pick. You can just oh. it, it, hoist it out there okay. and then looks like Tud's ready to take I'm it. Hoisting. So, so I'll, I'll take it from there. So my handle this week will be an app that everybody should go out and download right now. It's called Alarmy, A-L-A-R-M-Y, and it is an alarm app to help you wake up in the morning. But rather than your traditional alarm that you you just hit snooze or stop and then can easily fall back to sleep after, Alarmy makes you work for the ability to turn it off. So whether that's by answering complicated math problems or playing memory with uh, different tiles or answering a trivia question, you have to do that before the alarm will deactivate. 
while you're playing the game or doing the math problem or answering the trivia question, the alarm does stop. Okay, I was so going to say, not, is it just so, blaring while you're trying to so, so it's not Pressure. making noise the entire time you're playing it. <laughs> but if you happen to, like, pause in the middle because, like, you fell back to sleep, the alarm will kick back on. But it is okay. a good way of, like, motivating you to do something and it gets your brain firing in the morning. So that way, once you're done with that, you can easily wake up and continue on with your, your m- morning. Um, I've been doing it the entire year of 2019 as in a hope of um, being able to motivate myself easier in the morning when I have to go to work. It's your second, so far, second New Year's resolution after your drink, too, for every one you buy. Correct. It was not my new beer resolution, but right. it was a New Year's resolution. <laughs> Overall, it's been working, and I recommend everybody else to go out there and download it. It's free. Uh, there is things you can pay for, but the general app you can use for free, and you can use any of the music that's already uploaded on your phone. Nice. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Very interesting. I've always been a little wary of using music as an alarm because I know after I do, I'll hate that song forever. And I don't want to ruin any of the songs I like. So Yeah, I have the most annoying alarm. <laughs> you can also use default sounds. Okay. So with that, I'm going to hand it off to somebody else who wants it. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go next. This is a, a really, really interesting handle that I think you guys are going to enjoy. Because when I was back home for New Year's, I was hanging out with my almost four-year-old friend, Nate. And it's not creepy at all. <laughs> yeah, we were hanging out. He was showing me some of his favorite YouTube videos. And uh, he had recommended this channel to me, which I want to share with, with you guys. The guy's name is Coyote Peterson. And he has this channel called Brave Wilderness. And basically what this guy does is he goes all around the world and he gets himself stung or bit or attacked by by different animals on the quest to get stung by the the insect of the highest pain there is why would you do that <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> dumbassery if, if you're if you're four years old it's like the best thing to watch ever and i just <laughs> i wanted to share this video just because this guy he's like such an over-the-top actor and it is just it is a delight to watch <laughs> Play it for you guys a little bit here. <laughs> okay, yeah. but they so, didn't oh show goodness. it though. They just oh, oh no, this is a fifteen-minute-long video, so uh, that's the teaser to get you into it. But uh, oh, yeah, I was so like, okay, stuff. just put it on himself. I will tell you that I will never watch that. Yeah, yeah he does. He does all kinds no. of crazy stuff. Oh man, Oof. that's rough. <laughs> Yeah, but I just think it's a hilarious video, and <laughs> we'll put we'll put a link to the show notes, and just just a ridiculous thing you can watch on YouTube now. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. Cody Peterson has got a book called The King of Sting. The King of Sting. Oh man, that's not something that I'm ever gonna do. I guess. So um, I'm gonna hope that the next person who hoists the mug, the last person, has something a little bit more happy and less cringeworthy than that. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to, well, actually, I assume I'm getting past the mug, right? Yeah. I mean, you're the only Pet one That's still my thunder here, but uh, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> okay. Thank, I'm thank just, you. I'm just so grossed out about what we just watched that. I, I thought that would go over better, but apparently you guys are not bug people. <laughs> no, no. No. Thank, no. thank you. But burn thank you. Over. What happens if CJ is a bug, a bug kid, though? What are you going to do then? Burn yeah. every bug with fire. I don't know. I haven't made it that far yet. Uh, the, one of my biggest fears, uh, being a dad that's petrified of like a lot of things, is he's going to end up like playing with a snake, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to just be like, all right, well, my <laughs> you're CJ's on your gone, own. I guess. I caught a gardener snake at work once, and I have a picture Time of it go- all entwined in my fingers. You're a brave. You're a much braver person than I am. I'm so a cool girl. Chris is going to be like, all right, time to go make a new kid. <laughs> i love you cj but you're you're a snake person now (laughs) i'm absolutely petrified of snakes ask dana my sister is too she like freezes it's terrible but um so yes so i have the fourth handle on our frosty mug of wisdom the newly added one the newly added handle yeah it's still piping hot ow 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 burning my hand and i was gonna do raid after seeing that video (laughs) <laughs> because in order to in order to help with uh you know those big deadly bugs my handle this week is raid you can find it at your local walmart stop and shop or wherever groceries are sold near you right 
And but I'm actually going to do something that is a kind of like home improvement project that I've been working on for like the last week or so. And it's behind the couch tables. It's something that I've been like I said I've been building. I'm building two of them uh for Obert and Tud. You've seen my my big ass couch that I have oh, I, downstairs. I thought you were building one. I thought me. you said yeah. you were going to build me one. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's really well, nice." Well, I didn't yeah, like, like wow. where's mine? Yeah. Oh, no. No. Like what a friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that I'm not that good a friend. Did you take measurements <laughs> on my couch while you were here yeah. so you know how long it has to be? Shipping costs alone. Yeah. Would be, but no, yeah. I do know you have a you have a monster couch and that's one problem you have when you have a, a big couch like that. You got nowhere to put your drink. Right, nowhere to put your drink and like all the plugs behind the the couch are like useless because you have to like tear them out. So, uh what you do and I'll put a link to the the recipe recipe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the, the instructions the that I followed to the wood recipe, <laughs> um, and it's it's pretty easy. I mean, you can uh, two, you can two parts what I'm wood. Doing is, what's add, that? Part, add, one part nail. Add ten nails combined thoroughly. <laughs> Stir until stiff peaks are formed. <laughs> but yeah, all it is is it's it's a basically an eight inch table. I'm doing two that are six feet long to put behind my entire couch. And it's pretty simple. I'm not very handy when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm like slowly learning, but not very handy. And it, you know, it gives you a place to put down your drinks when you're sitting on the couch, put your remotes. Uh, I'm actually putting two plugs in them as well that you can plug into the outlet so you can plug your phones in or your laptop chargers or whatever it may be. So, and we're actually looking to get rid of our actual coffee table. Once, once these are done, I have one almost done. So, but it's pretty cool. It's been something that Dana's wanted for a while. And for some reason (laughs) the last week I was like, "Ah, I'm going to do this now. It's a nice space saver too, to not have a coffee table. Yeah. Yeah, and and like with CJ running around, like my biggest fear is he's gonna catch his head on like the corner of the coffee table. I saw so, it happen live. Yeah, he he did. Yeah, and uh, so just want to alleviate that if possible. And now, so. what is that called? Like a runner table? Is that the official name? Yeah, they're called console tables. I mean, a, a, amongst a bunch of other things, but that's the one that I've seen a, most frequently when searching online. So nice. No, I'm excited to see the finished recipe. What it all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When it's Does done it have baking. to bake for three hours at, <laughs> yeah. at three forty-five? Right, right, right. Yes, you have to bake it in wood glue, and uh... <laughs> and I'm really excited when it comes in the mail too. So that's again really yeah, generous I'm... of you. Yeah, yeah, I'll be looking. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. I'm really happy that you decided to make me one. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but anyways. <laughs> so with that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I'd like to thank Kent Falls for Glitter Rainbows. I would like to thank Highland Park Brewery for their no-stress hazy double IPA. I'm going to thank Bad Sons for their Roper Scotch Ale. I'm going to thank Jolly Pumpkin for their pure speculation. Please follow us. Um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Untapped at DAWF Podcast. And then please, everybody, make sure that you go out and follow Jenna. Jenna, please uh, name drop all of your social media channels right now. The Brew Locker. On Instagram. On Instagram. On Instagram, and, yeah. And on Etsy, you are. Kingsley Acrylic. And if you want to follow my fitness journey, it's Jenna Muscles. On Instagram. On Instagram, yes. Do you have a Twitter or a Facebook or anything like that? No. Email? The Brew Locker. <laughs> At yeah. Gmail or Kingsley Acrylic at Gmail. Super easy, you know. And then hashtag follow follow the email for our podcast at DAWF Podcast at gmail.com. Please make sure that you include your comments, questions, general thoughts, concerns, hatred. Apparently, we're now accepting corrections to my what is the news segment too. Thanks, Drew. We've always accepted Ted corrections on this. On the, <laughs> yeah. in the email. That's, those are the only corrections we like. <laughs> uh, new, en- new, new Tud enemy of the pod. Please let us know if you guys uh, would like stickers. I've been handing them out around the state, and I stuck a few at the beer racks, which we'll nice. get into on another episode so we can explain what that is. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. On iTunes, please make sure to give us a five-star rating. Um, it's the one that aggregates the ratings and helps people find us. So, again, make sure you rate us five stars on iTunes. I don't care whether you have an Apple product or an Android product, or you don't have a phone at all. 
you need to go find a way to get on iTunes and rate us. I mean, Tud, Tud is homeless, and he still makes this podcast every week. So Correct. You can definitely get out there and rate us. Right. Anybody else have anything to add? Yeah. After, <laughs> after a billion years, our giveaway on Instagram is live. So announced it the other day. It, the post is up. It's pretty, pretty easy to follow along. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's probably one of the best giveaways I've ever seen in, uh, ever. So I have shared it. Yep. See, it's you can catch it on the brew locker, but uh, I'm going to run that until uh, 11.59 CST on uh, the 20th. So uh, the 21st, I'll be going through, digging through, picking a winner. So if you want to get some really good goodies, check out our Instagram or Jenna's Instagram, either one. And that is the 20th of January, 2019. Correct. Yes. <laughs> no, next year. For those of you listening, after <laughs> yes. we've made it huge and, and are going through the back catalog, this, you're, the Correct. contest is probably out. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. And with that, I'm Tud. My name's Chris. I'm Obert. And I'm Jenna. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. All right. Yeah. Woo! Woo-hoo! Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Yes, yeah, thank you. Thanks thank for coming you. in. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun.